0: Purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for keeping your dial tuned here to Tech Vibe Radio on KDKA. This is Jonathan Kirsting, and I've been really pumped up. We've been doing this new series with uh, Buchanan, Ingersoll, and Rooney in Buchanan Labs, and it's all about exploring the really fun facets of tech happening here in Pittsburgh. Um, we're going to be dedicating this segment to what's happening in robotics. I mean, honestly, robotics is being so much headlines, really putting Pittsburgh internationally recognized for the the companies, the research, the talent that's happening. Just so exciting. I'm so glad to be partnering with Buchanan, Ingersoll, and Rooney on this, and Buchanan Labs. And we have uh, Susan Hartman here. Susan, welcome to the show today, and you're with Buchanan. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you up to these days?
1: Sure, sure. I have been with um, Buchanan, Ingersoll, and Rooney for more than 20 years. And during that time period, I have represented a quite a few early stage companies and it's always great. They're exciting to work with and I enjoy all the different issues that come up and trying to help them commercialize their technology. So,
0: you've been working with some of these, some of these really cool companies, I mean, obviously, I mean, robust companies, they need equal help and you're there to help them. But how, how have you seen this industry kind of growing, moving and grooving, for lack of a better term, over the past past years?
1: It has really grown over the last few years, particularly. We have seen so many startups coming out of um, in, in this industry, and the technology has substantially moved forward in all kinds of exciting ways, and I just really enjoy talking with these companies about all the cool things they're doing. Well, you get to have a lot of fun then.
0: You're on, yeah. the, you're on the front lines with <laughs> these folks. These, these are like your friends and your family that you're working with day in and day out. I absolutely love it, and what's really cool is we're doing this interview from Ascender where Buchanan Labs has its desk. The PTC has its desk here as well, too. And I mean, it's it's so cool to have this facility here for you guys to be in, in order to interact with these companies that are here, the startup companies, emerging companies, I'm just so glad that we're here doing this. And we're going to talk to a bunch of folks today uh, about what's going on in Pittsburgh's robotics scene. I mean, we have Jeff Christensen from Seagrid, Dave Rowlandson from Heavy, and Matthew Travers from Carnegie Mellon University. I mean, we all know CMU is kind of the, it's the epicenter of what's going on robotics-wise, which is spinning off these great companies like the Seagrids and like the heavies of the world as far as that goes. And we're going to talk to those guys in just a quick second here. I, I just can't wait to get this going. And reminding our listeners that this is like a deep dive series. We're going to have more in-depth interviews if you go to iTunes and just search Tech Vibe Radio in the podcast section, or if you go to Buchanan Labs, you go to pghtech.org, you can find the interviews there as well and really get a, a better understanding as to what's happening here. In Pittsburgh's robotics industry. I cannot wait to get this thing rolling. So, we got Dave Rollinson from Heavy Robotics. What a cool company. Dave, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us today. Thank you, great to be here. So, what is Heavy?
2: Uh, so, Heavy is a, a company that makes smart modular robotic actuators. So, what we're basically trying to do is make building blocks that are as easy and as intuitive to use as Lego so that you can basically just put together basic components and be up and running with a custom robot or, or robotic system as quickly as possible. So, with your pieces, I can order
0: them up. Put them together and create my own creation based on your parts. That's the idea. I love it. Where did
2: this come from? Uh, so, this came out of the Snake Robot Lab at uh, Carnegie Mellon. Professor Howie chose Wait, it. Wait, back up the snake, snake Robot ro- snake Lab? Snake Robot Lab. Say that 10 times. Snake times. Robot Lab. I can, <laughs> yeah. So, what we, what we wound up doing is making these modular uh, Snake Robots because we needed to maintain them and we wanted to try them in different environments so they'd have to be shorter or longer um, and have different sensors on them. And for the longest time, we tried to make a Snake Robot company spin off from the lab, but what we wound up really kind of focusing on as kind of the nugget of technology was really what was going into those modules and then basically making kind of actuated bits, building blocks that are much more general purpose.
0: I see, I see. So Jeff Christensen from Seagrid, from mm-hmm. you guys have been at this for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I think we're old-timers in the uh, robotics world here exactly. in Pittsburgh. Exactly, yeah. but you guys
0: have been making some serious traction. And so tell us about, a, about yourself and what Seagrid is all about.
1: Yeah, so Seagrid, we make uh, self-driving vehicles, but just not the ones that are on the road. They're the ones that are in factories. In factories and warehouses. And factories like and that. warehouses, yeah, all over the all over the place, yeah. Which
0: is exciting, and you've worked with a lot of companies locally as well, too, to get these things into the uh, into the marketplace, right?
1: Yeah, so we've, uh, I mean, we've partnered with a lot of uh, development people here, and we also have, you know, customers both here, all across North America, um, into the UK and Germany and, and all of this, so it's, uh, it's going great. I mean, we have, we crossed over 700,000 miles of autonomous travel all in customer facilities uh, recently, so that was pretty cool. That's um,
0: quite the accomplishment. There. Yeah, so it's, it. a, it's a real
1: thing. Yeah. Very,
0: very cool. Now, on the research side of things, Matthew Travers from Carnegie Mellon University. That's me. Well, I, I, first off, I have to say, I sleep better at night knowing Carnegie Mellon University is around. Okay. Because the research that goes on, the stuff that spins out, is what's making Pittsburgh really the place to be, as oh, far if as I if I'm concerned. You really knew what was going on around there. But, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> we won't go Maybe that for another show. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. So, what, what do you do at Carnegie Mellon? What's your deal? Uh,
3: so, I'm actually a research faculty in the Robotics Institute. Okay. Um, so, I've been employed there, I've been a research. Staff uh, or faculty now, in one way or another, for about five years. Um, so, I actually now co direct uh, the lab that the heavy modules actually originated out of. I love it. Um, so, we do a number of different robots everything from non invasive surgical robots, um, so you know, very, very small scale robots, all the way up to a very, very large scale industrial robots, uh, things found in factory
0: floors, right. and everything in between. That's what I find so interesting is that when most people think of robots, they're thinking of like this human looking thing that, you know, talks like this and mm-hmm. I am not a party robot type, type thing, but it, it's all about processes and it's all about like pieces. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily, you know, it's, and it's across all different industries. I, I mean, people may not realize that there's robotics and things they have no idea about, like robotic surgery. It's not a robot doing surgery, but it's like an arm or a manipulator that allows more precise, yep. you know, surgeries and things like that. Yep. So, uh, I mean, obviously how much fun do you get to have working on this variety of things
3: Coming out of Carnegie Mellon University, it's incredible. I mean, the you know people always ask what's the most sort of fundamental component of what you do, and the answer is always the same, right? I mean, it's the people who are there. Uh, everything from the students to the other faculty to the research staff. I mean, that's what really makes that place special. Sure, um, and being able to you know work on. A robot that's going off to Boeing in Seattle on Tuesday and then work with a colleague in mechanical engineering working on literally microfabrication to build robots smaller than a capillary.
0: um, Wait, back up. You said a robot smaller than a capillary. Yeah, that's correct. That's what I'm talking about. That's crazy. I <laughs> it's mean, <pretty> cool. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I would call that
3: teeny tiny robotics at that yeah. point. So you need actually, spe- you need like a special microscope to actually be able to see it. Um, right. So it's way, m- many times smaller than what you could actually physically see with your own eyes.
0: Absolutely. Wow. That's why I'm so excited to talk about all this stuff. So it's cool. let's go back to Dave here over at Heavy Robotics. Now I just spun off from, from Carnegie Mellon. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been in the market for now? Uh, we've been around for Three years. Three years. And uh, so where are you gaining traction in the marketplace right now?
2: Uh, Right now, most of our our sales for our components are in kind of research, academia, both for education and research. Okay. Um, We do have some... Uh, industrial com- customers, more of like the R and D side of you know a commercial organization, and actually uh, increasingly startups. So people who are looking to put robotics into new applications, and because of that, aren't really as married to things like existing industrial standards. Um, they just want something that matches like modern web technologies and lets them move as fast as possible in terms of trying things in the real world. Without a doubt, oh,
0: I love it. That's just so cool. So Jeff, over at Seagrid now. I mean, you guys, are, I mean, you said you're, you're a pretty big company at this point. Like, I. I is, is the word a mature robotics company the,
1: the way to describe you guys? I'm not sure I would have used that word. Um, uh, yeah, I guess we, we were founded 14 years ago, so we're uh, we're an unruly teenager at I this like point. I like unruly. Yeah, unruly um, teenagers
0: are good. Yeah, so I Just think
1: don't start smoking cigarettes. Yeah, okay? yeah, we're trying not to. Okay. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that the you know the company is growing. We're we're about 110 people. And, uh, you know, it's 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 all about scale and execution at this point. Right. Um, So it's a different mode of the business. You know, it's sort of past the proof of concept. It's well past the, you know, is the market there and can we do this? Uh, So we've gotten past that. And now, you know, there's a whole new host of uh, interesting problems to solve once you get past that. Oh, I love it. So. for years and years and years, I think
0: it was like 97 or 98, the Wall Street Journal dubbed us Robo Burgers." They gave us some weird name, which is great, but I'm kind of like real weirded out by the word <laughs> RoboBurg. It's like, you know, but it, it's great. But at that time, it was mostly research. We weren't seeing as many companies. And where I've become really excited in the past four or five years is seeing all these new companies that are spinning off, like the heavies popping out. You guys spun out like 14, 15 years ago, and you were one of the first, really, at that point. So what are your thoughts on how things are bubbling now? I mean, am I right in saying that I'm seeing a lot of activity of new companies that are popping popping up from all the great research happening at Carnegie Mellon over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, uh, what, something on the order of 10,000 tech companies in the Pittsburgh area. Exactly. And You've been
0: reading my state of yes, <laughs> the industry report.
1: Yes, and 300,000 employees. I know the stats, yeah. Oh, my god. Uh, and it's great. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, Pittsburgh has come a long way. I, I came here for CMU for grad school, and that was in the early 90s. Okay. So it's uh, it's really different now than, than what it was then. So it's been growing uh, leaps and bounds. Without a doubt. It's gotten to the point now where,
3: you know, a lot of people turn their thesis into a startup. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. That's why
0: I sleep better at night. (laughs) Because people are taking a thesis and they're making it into a company like Heavy where they're making pieces to build your own freaking robot out of. Or guys like Jeff over here where it's like, no, we can actually automate warehouses and, and make dangerous jobs you know, more safe or repetitive jobs that people don't want to do and make them make them better
1: yeah absolutely computers computers drive better than humans i I tell you
0: and and i i need we need to get over this this the stigma of like well all these robots are going to be taking people's jobs away like that's such a short-term look at things absolutely drives me nuts it's like you're going to create better jobs because of the technology that you guys are creating for crying out loud
1: like come on yeah there's no question about it and we see it not only in you know there's lots of studies that i think support that and, and and you know the the macro trends, but we see it at a customer level. Right. You know we uh, very few jobs are lost; they get re, uh, reallocated into something that is far higher value for our customers anyway. So yeah, I see. You know, technology in the short term, people are threatened by it, but in the long term, it is always a job creator. We there's some, there's there are new jobs that you don't know about yet that
2: robots are exactly going to say. Right. And, and, and the, ca- the caveat on that is that because things are happening so fast, you cannot possibly place enough emphasis on education. That's because what, what people have to be learning is like a moving target, right? So right. like, you know, I have, I have a two year old now, by the time he graduates from college, like whole jobs will have come and gone, gone by, that point. Right, by that point in time. Absolutely. So we can't possibly be talking enough about education at Without all a doubt,
0: I'll tell you what, we're gonna talk about this and more. If you go to iTunes and just search Tech Vibe Radio, you will find the Buchanan Lab series that we're doing here on robotics. We're gonna nerd out about all this stuff and more. So I really encourage everyone, Listen to this. Go over to iTunes. Check it all out. This is Jonathan Kirsten from the Pittsburgh Technology Council, bringing you Tech Five Radio. And so glad to be partnering with Buchanan Ingersoll and Rooney and Buchanan Labs to make this type of content happen. We'll be back after this quick break. Hang tight. Learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org.
2: Plus